Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my goal is to show you how to have a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that salvation is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. As we start 2021, we need to trust in something that is eternal, that is Jesus Christ, our confident hope. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. As you become rooted in the Word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. The episode will begin after a short message. As the church grows, see what it means to be on fire for Jesus. As any organization grows, its members and leaders experience change. They have to trust the leadership to make the right decisions. Some agree, some disagree. It happens now, it happened back then. Also, we meet Stephen and we learn what it means to be on fire for Jesus. Let's dig in, we're in Acts chapter six. Seven men chosen to serve. But as the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers, saying that their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve called a meeting of all believers. They said, we apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program. And so, brothers, select seven men who are well-respected and are full of the spirit and wisdom. We will give them this responsibility. It's called delegating. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the word. Everyone liked this idea. They chose the following. Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Power... Parmenas and Nicholas of Antioch, an earlier convert to the Jewish faith. These seven were presented to the apostles who prayed for them as they laid their hands on them. So God's message continued to spread. The number of believers greatly increased in Jerusalem, and many of the Jewish priests were converted too. So, right here, the church is basically a branch of Judaism, okay? It's, it's based in Judaism. Okay, but yes, it looks like a form of discrimination among the believers in the early church. The Greek-speaking believers were either Jews and or converts to Judaism who had lived in Greek-speaking areas. They were called Hellenists, from Helena, the Greek goddess. Okay. They were complaining that their needy people were being neglected. Thus, the apostles, who knew that their skills and time would be better spent teaching rather than organizing, selected seven men to help with this important service. It was the first church committee, and I've served at enough of those. Without this drastic change, the gospel would not reach the world. As anything or anyone grows, change is necessary. We always need to keep our hearts open for change. Here's a point to ponder, something to think about. 
Are there areas in your life that you may be unwilling to change? Why? Think about that. Next, we are introduced and we get to know Stephen a little bit more. Stephen is arrested. Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. But one day, some men from the synagogue of freed slaves, as it was called, started to debate with him. They were Jews from Cyrene, Alexandria, Cilicia, and the province of Asia. Asia. None of them could stand against the wisdom and the spirit with which Stephen spoke. So they persuaded some men to lie about Stephen, saying, we heard him blaspheme Moses and even God. This roused the people, the elders, and the teachers of religious law. So they arrested Stephen and brought him before the high council. The lying witnesses said, this man is always speaking against the holy temple and against the law of Moses. We have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy the temple and change the customs Moses handed down to us. At this point, everyone in the high council stared at Stephen because his face became as bright as an angel's. That, my friends, is the glory of God. On fire for Jesus. I'm sure you've heard this phrase before. That's a great way to describe Stephen. I'm going to borrow from one of the Bible study plans in the free version Bible app by S. Bo Waldrop. It's called Walking With Him Daily, a study on the book of Acts. And I quote, Stephen was quite an awesome man. From the descriptions we have in Acts about him, he was on fire for Jesus and was all about telling others about him. However, he did not do these things out of his own strength, but he was full of the Holy Spirit. The verse in Acts also says that he was full of grace. So what exactly does that mean? I think it might mean something like this. In order for the Holy Spirit to be the most that he can be in our lives, we have to get out of the way by releasing our lives to him through faith. So for us to be used to the fullest extent by the Holy Spirit, we must be full of faith and thus power will be overflowing for us. We've talked about the power of the Holy Spirit in past posts. It's available to all born-again believers. No free speech. We in America take for granted our freedom of speech. There are still many countries in the world where you can get arrested for proselytizing. That's preaching Christianity. One of the missionaries our, uh, my church supports worked in such a country. It was a mainly Buddhist nation. They could be arrested, imprisoned, tortured, even killed for sitting in a park teaching a group of children. Their teaching had to be done under the disguise of service. It takes amazing faith to have the passion to preach the gospel, even when your very life is at risk. That's the kind of faith Stephen had, and we'll see in the next chapter what happens to him because of it. So what's your faith like? If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, Receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven that you won't be left behind at the rapture. 
You've got to invite Jesus into your heart. That's the first step to become on fire for Jesus. If you don't know how to do that, you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to invite Jesus into your heart. Solideo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.